This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to this episode where we are talking about being in the moment, which I know is something many of us struggle with, especially as usually most moments we have the little smartphone in our hands, which makes it very difficult to be in the moment because we are in our phone. <laughs> it, the struggle is real. I'm going to refer to a blog post I wrote uh, quite some time ago now, where I talk about being in the moment as floating. So, you know I love an extended metaphor. (laughs) You will know this by now. I am all about the metaphors and water imagery. I love a bit of water imagery. So, a friend helped me to come up with this idea a couple of years ago now. And I've been using it ever since, and it's a good reminder for me, as well as something I want to share with you all, because as we discussed toolkits a little while back, I think this is one that I have let, well, I have left in my toolkit for a while, and it would be good to bring it out again. So I'm going to start with the phrase sink or swim. We've heard that one, haven't we? You can sink or swim. Okay. And are those the only two options? I think we all know what they both feel like. Sinking or drowning, the times when it's all gone to shit, the black dog of depression, just the feeling of total overwhelm or burnout, perhaps anxiety is out of control, panic attacks. You know, that can feel like we're drowning, sinking. You're going to know what that feels like for you. Hopefully it's not happening all the time, although of course for some people it will be. And on the other end of that scale, we have swimming, the times when we feel like we're making progress. So winning new clients, um, having a parenting breakthrough, um, earning some money, figuring out a new issue we've been struggling with, um, clearing crap out of our houses, having a good clear out, you know, it's different for all of us, that feeling of making progress, swimming, we're moving forwards. But we know when we're swimming, when when it feels like that to us, we're making progress, we're feeling good. The thing is, though, the majority of life is not sinking or swimming. You know, hopefully the drowning times are few and far between. And really, so are the swimming times, because we actually can't be making progress constantly. You know, it's not sustainable. (laughs) That would be crazy if we were always, constantly, every day, progress, progress, progress. That's not how life is. So what do we do for the rest of the time? And this is where we come to being in the moment. Because the rest of the moments in our day, when we're just being... We're not drowning, we're not swimming. We're doing the school run, we're doing the grocery shop. We've got that precious bit of free time before bed. Got some moments with our friends. All the other stuff, when we're not hugely challenged and we're not pushing forwards. 
What are we doing then? It's those moments. Are we in those moments and what are we doing with them? And I've worked out, I kind of have two choices in all of those moments. I can tread water or I can float. Now, treading water used to be my default. And I think in some ways it still is. It's an easy habit to slip into. And we all know when we're doing it. Treading water means expending lots of energy just to stay still. Keeping moving even though we're not actually going anywhere. (laughs) Sometimes it's keeping moving in a desperate attempt to avoid the drowning. So, you know, we can be numbing, we can be distracting ourselves uh, because we know that actually we're on the brink of burnout and overwhelm and we're kind of just desperately treading water (laughs) to stop going under. And sometimes it's because we wish we were swimming or we think we should be swimming. So we kind of keep moving. We don't really know how to stop, even though it's those moments when we're not actually making progress and and we're not supposed to be. That's okay. We're like, oh, I've got to keep moving, got to keep swimming. So we just go round and round and round and round, treading water happily, (laughs) scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through social media because we should be doing something. God forbid we ever actually stop. And it's exhausting, you know, treading water. It depletes our energy, which makes it harder for us to swim forward when we have that opportunity. You know, we're using all this energy just to stay still. And then when we do have the opportunity to move forward again, it's like, oh, God, I'm exhausted. (laughs) I haven't got the energy to swim. It actually makes it more likely we're going to start drowning because it's using up all our energy. We're not taking time to rest and be in the moment. We're still round and round and round and round. It gets us nowhere and it's so tiring. So instead of treading water, when we talk about being in the moment, that's when I talk about floating. Because floating takes no energy or very little. It's calm and it's slow and it allows us to breathe and to think. So it builds up our reserves for the next time that we need to swim. And it also, of course, keeps us safe from drowning. You know, almost indefinitely. If you're floating, you're not drowning. You're not using up any extra energy. You're not tiring yourself out. You're not making it more likely you're going to sink. You're just floating for as long as you need. It's a much healthier, much more productive choice and it feels really lovely. But of course, we struggle to float. Why do we struggle to float? Well, because in order to float, we need to stop. You, ca- you know, you can't float and swim. <laughs> it's not that, that is treading water, you know, staying still, moving around. You have to stop in order to float. In order to be in that moment, just being not doing. You have to stop. And cessation of movement is really difficult because we feel like we should be swimming all the time. And if we stop moving, we're admitting that we're not swimming. As long as we're treading water, we're like kind of fooling ourselves and maybe everybody else into thinking we're still doing, 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 doing. And we haven't actually got anything to do. We're actually just like scrolling through Twitter or doing some kind of pointless tasks or cleaning something just because then it looks like we're still doing. We don't want to admit that we've stopped 
and that there's actually no swimming to be done right now. But it's okay, because if we're not swimming, and thankfully we're not drowning, the best course of action really is to float. So it's about giving ourselves that permission to stop treading water. It's depleting our energy reserves and it's getting us nowhere. (laughs) Now, what floating actually looks like, what being in that moment and stopping and being mindful, what that looks like for you, that's going to be different for everyone. So for some of us, it's going to be specific activities. So we will be floating when we're doing yoga or we're knitting, we're walking outside, we're meditating. We might actually spend time in a in an actual flotation tank. I've done that. It is fantastic. I need to do it again. <laughs> and I know other people in my life really enjoy it. So there's lots of activities which mean floating and being in the moment to each of us. And there are lots of activities which make it easier to float. Like it's easier to be mindful and in the moment when you're on a nice sunny walk rather than when you're on the school run or making the dinner or whatever it might be. But I really have been trying to make it a moment by moment thing. You know, the challenge is to try to float no matter what you're doing. And for me, that's like a deep breath, an acknowledgement of my surroundings, a bit of grounding in the moment. You know, what that some people call that mindfulness, whatever works for you. But it's that understanding that I actually don't need to check Facebook. I don't need to message a friend with my latest stream of consciousness. I don't need to load the dishwasher immediately or check my emails for another task or wander around the house looking for another activity. (laughs) I'm not swimming. I'm not drowning. So I can just float. Now, when I first came up with this idea, I thought to myself how relevant this is or how relevant it would have been when I had newborn babies. I think this is really relevant to, to new parents because parenting, parenting a baby, it's the ultimate in treading water. You know, you can't achieve anything or nothing that you normally recognise as an achievement. You know, actually you're achieving nurturing and growing this human being, which is incredible. But it's not the kind of achievement you're used to. You know, it's not the kind of measure of success that we're used to. You're constantly trying not to drown when you have a new baby because you're exhausted and it's hard and it's scary and your mental health has probably taken a hammering, as has your physical health. So you're constantly trying not to drown. And as a result, we create these pointless, mindless activities because we really miss swimming and we don't know how to stop. And at the time, people said to me, just go with the flow. But I had no idea what that meant. I really didn't. You know, at that point in my life, I had no clue what going with the flow meant. And I actually, what I needed was to be shown how to float. Now, of course, I mean, no new mother can actually take on board sensible advice at the time. It's just all too hard. So I don't know if anyone had said this to me at the time. I don't know if I'd have taken it in, you know. But when I thought I was drowning, I was actually just really desperately missing swimming. And I think learning to float would have helped me a lot. So if you don't message me back straight away, you know, when I've sent you a a text message, or if you don't like my Instagram post or 
if you don't send me my birthday card on time. I mean, none of these things. I don't care. You know, I really don't. (laughs) Or if you don't remember something I told you a while back, you know, I'm not going to be offended. Those things don't offend me because I know that it means that you're just putting aside what for you is treading water for a little while. You know, those activities can be hugely meaningful, but sometimes they can just be the pointless minutiae that we do when we're spinning round and round. So, you know, if I don't hear from you and you're taking some time out and you're not that active on social media or whatever it might be, I know that you're just floating. And there'll be times when I'm floating. And, you know, the great thing is, if we both do some of that, if we all do some of that, then when we're ready and we're rested and we're re-energised, we can get swimming together again and actually make the progress. But we're not going to be able to do that if we're stuck in this round and round and round and round and round round (laughs) of just pointless activity. So if you want to be in the moment, there are loads of things you can do and all kinds of mindfulness courses. But I think if you're anything like me, and I think a lot of us business owners have this same challenge, it's first recognising that we need that permission to stop and that we don't need to be constantly doing and that not all activity is actually progressing anything. It's just activity because activity makes us feel like we're doing the right thing and stopping makes us feel like we're doing the wrong thing. But we have to retain and replenish our energy. Otherwise, we're going to drown. So I know this is a hugely extended metaphor, but I think it works. I think it's one to really keep in mind because, you know, we all understand that if we were out in the sea, (laughs) treading water for hours and hours, eventually we would exhaust ourselves. But if we float... We can survive for much longer and then be ready to swim when we can and definitely avoid sinking. I hope that's helpful. It's certainly something I need to bring out of my toolkit again. I hope it's a useful tool for you. And until next time, be excessively kind to yourself and please remember to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of swimming and floating. Speak to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.